All right, hi, welcome back. Today I want to talk about social media because, not to be dramatic, but I kind of feel like it's this day and age's creation fire, where it can be the most awesome tool that we can't live without, but on the flip side, it can be really harmful and scary. So then how do we navigate it, right? I bet all of your parents or just adults in your life have told you social media is bad, that it's ruining this generation, to get off your phone, it's making you depressed. You probably have said, no, I'm fine. Guess what? Everyone else has it. I can't be the only one who doesn't have it. I've been there. I've had that conversation 50 million times with my parents. And I think even when you say, though, oh, I'm fine, I think you know deep down that there is truth to what they are saying. And if social media is making you feel bad, you are at the norm. Most people feel bad about social media. And the statistics are honestly really depressing, jarring. And I remember um, watching The Social Dilemma two years ago. I think it was a show on Netflix. Some of you have probably seen it, but it talked about the harmful effects of social media, specifically on our generation. And there were these two graphs that I remember seeing just like it was yesterday where it showed the suicide rates and the self-harm rates for teenage girls throughout the past like two decades. And it showed that in 2010, when social media became more widely available on mobile phones, and it was just then more accessible and people were looking at social media on the day-to-day, that there was then a significant increase in these suicide rates and self-harm rates. Almost like exponential. Crazy. And it really does just make you think, wow, okay, what is going on? Like, why am I feeling bad? I guess someone else is feeling bad too. Like, it is scary. And that's why adults are saying this to us for a reason. But there also is good in it too. But I just think it's hard to balance it. And so I want to talk about how I have navigated it. But I first do, I think, hopefully most of you understand this. But I do want to say... And kind of just get the bad out of the way. Social media is acting as a drug for most of us. That's why it does make us feel bad. Because, you know, dopamine, which is like the chemical in our brain, it's the feel-good chemical that makes people, or the feel-good hormone, that makes us feel good. And so we get it when we do things like working out or eating dinner or whatever. We get dopamine. But then, like, when it comes to drugs, your dopamine spikes so you feel really good but then it drops and it goes below your average baseline so then you feel really really bad so then you want that high again and so then you do drugs again I think we all kind of understand that but that's what social media is doing that's what these studies are showing over and over again that's how our minds are working so we go on it, something happens, we're kind of sad, we go on social media, boom, we get a spike, all these videos on TikTok showing up, all these pictures on Instagram, and we get addicted. But then we get off and we actually then just feel sadder, it wears off, and it goes below the baseline. So that's why it's scary, and that's why we're addicted to it. And a couple years ago, uh, or not a couple years ago, I have no idea why I just said that, <laughs> a couple days ago, I was on Instagram. And my sister came up to me and she saw that I was on Instagram. And she was like, do you like Instagram? And I said, you know what? I really do. But if you would have asked me that 
two years ago, I also would have said that I really do, but I would have been lying because part of me thought that I did because it was like this drug. So it made me feel good, but then it also made me hate it and hate myself. And the idea of deleting it was crazy to me. And there was this church leader who had challenged us a while back to take a social media fast, to go social media. And I was like, I can't, I literally can't do that. I'm sorry. That's so crazy. I cannot believe that that was such a mind boggling idea to me. Cause no, I could easily do that, but that's how addicted I was at that point in my life. And yeah, I don't know why, but it's how most people are acting. It's just this drug. It's how it's working in our brains chemically. But so now I like it and yeah, I just want to talk about how I best navigate it. But also the other scary thing about social media is it isn't just addictive, but I do think sometimes as creative as that is, and it gives me inspiration, it also can easily make all of us clones as one another. And it's a little freaky. And there is, for instance, there was this increase of teenage girls developing autism and doctors are like, what the heck? This is just so random. What's going on? Turns out they were all following the same autistic girl on TikTok. And those, that girl's traits were literally rubbing off on them. These girls just watching her. And so when we are on TikTok or we are on Instagram or Pinterest and we're seeing all of the girls wear slicked back buns, then we all start wearing slicked back buns. We all start shopping at a race We all start getting wearing gold jewelry. And it's kind of creepy. Like, but don't get me wrong. I wear slicked back buns. I wear gold hoops. Like, I do it. But I just think we have to find the balance of not letting our identity be taken and being too influenced because it's causing problems politically. Or whatever. It's just a little scary. And I honestly like realized that I love wearing silver jewelry. And I haven't worn silver jewelry for like a year. Because I just thought that I didn't like silver jewelry anymore. But I do. And so now all of a sudden I'm wearing silver jewelry again. And I'm happy because like I had silver, pretty silver pieces that I liked. um, That were like my grandma's and stuff. And so just be careful. And I do like using social media as a creative space and getting inspiration. But... It's just, you have to be careful. So those are just, there is bad to it. And I kind of just talked about it, but there really is good to it. And I believe that we can all find it and we all don't just have to delete social media for good. So what do I do? Well, my first tip is to use social media for yourself, which is ironic because it's social media, because it's a social thing. You connect with people, you see what everyone else is doing, you meet new people. But I actually think when you go into social media, you grab your phone to go into Instagram to see what everyone else is doing, that's not going to make you happy. You're in your bed, you're sitting on your couch because you're bored. And then that's when you're picking up your phone and you're saying, wow, everyone else just must have way more exciting lives than me. And that's not going to make you feel good. And so instead, when you start to use it for yourself, you post And then you just put your phone down and you don't really care to see. And it's not because I don't care about people. I totally care about people. And if I meet people, I want them to talk and tell me all the things that they've been up to. And my friends are telling me everything they're up to. But I don't need to just scroll on Instagram and see what they're doing. Or see what, like, the random person from camp three years ago was doing. Like, it's just... Use it more for yourself. And a place for you to look back on. 
to look at your fun memories, the people and places and friends that like you love, not to see everyone else's memories and just watch other people live their life. Like live your own, share it on social media if you want. But then once you do that, don't use that post as a form of validation because that is so easy to do. And even just last night, I posted a picture to my Instagram and I said to my roommate, I was like, why are everyone's comments? Like these comments are just like not hurting my feelings. They were nice. But anyways, I was just started to find myself looking for validation in these comments. And I was like, I am literally such a hypocrite because tomorrow I'm recording an episode about why not to do this. And here I am doing it. But it's because it's so natural. You post a picture and people like maybe say, oh, cute, cute outfit. You look pretty. And it's easy to just then let that be where your confidence comes from. But if you can use it more for yourself to where you're confident on your own, you can post what you want. You don't need to ask a million people, hey, should I post this? You just post it anyways. It gets so much better and lighter and doesn't like become this thing that you actually kind of hate, but yeah, are addicted to. So then the next tip is just not to compare. Because it isn't fair to yourself to compare your life and yourself to these people that you don't know everything about. You do not know their full story, what they're doing on their day-to-day. You are just seeing their highlight reel, which is fair. I'm posting on my Instagram my highlight reel because I'm not going to post, oh yeah, today I was really sad, I was anxious, or yeah, my skin is totally breaking out today. Why would I post that? Like, I'm not going to. So I am posting, oh my gosh, my cousin just surprised me or and came in town and says so a cute picture of us or I went on a trip. That's really lucky. I'm posting my highlight reel. And that's fine if you do that because I do that too. But then it's just not fair to compare your life that you know every detail about to other people's highlight reels. Just 1% of their life, you know? And then also just like, there was this quote that I saw on Pinterest a little bit ago and it said something like the grass isn't greener. It might just be fake because yeah, you see, Oh, like their life just must look so much more fun and awesome. And they're so much prettier. It might literally be fake because it isn't the full story. You don't, you weren't there or it actually might be edited <laughs> them and their, their picture. They might've edited them to look different. So it could be fake or, Also then, this was an eye-opening moment. I was at the first night, okay, the first night of college, there was this, like, party. It wasn't really a party. It was just a bonfire up in the mountains. I drive up there. I get there. We are all standing in a stupid circle around this fire. Right when we get there, we had to put the fire out because it was getting too big and we didn't want to start a wildfire. So then they put the fire out. And then we all just stand there for another, like, 40 minutes in the dark. That is it. And then people were taking pictures in the dark in the mountains. That was all that happened. It was so insanely boring. I was embarrassed to be there. And I was embarrassed for everyone else. I'm like, really? This is our first night of college? This is so lame. And then the next day, I wake up. I go on Instagram. And lo and behold, there's all these pictures of people at this bonfire. And I'm like, hold up. Were we at the same place? Were we at the same place? Like, what is going on? Because these pictures make it look fun. Like it's, oh, this cool party up in the woods. No, it wasn't fun. And I even started to compare. Like that's how stupid social media is and how it really just isn't the full story. So yeah, don't compare. Then 
my next tip is to use social media social media as a creative space. And I think that's what's made me really fall in love with social media the past little bit. And if you know who Chelsea Jade is, she's like kind of an influencer. She has said, I've been trying to create more than I scroll. And I love that. And I'm I'm definitely probably still doing more scrolling than I'm creating creating because I'm not an influencer posting every single day on Instagram and stuff. But I love, yeah, like creating um, reels and videos and putting them together and adding music or taking pictures with my friends and then like editing them to look super bright and like sunny or whatever and posting those. I think it's a fun way to be creative and being creative makes you happy. And so social media is such a good tool to be um, creative. And so I've been trying to do that. And then also like whatever it is, I think you can find something to whatever it is you're creative about. I think you can find a way to like use social media to even then like amplify it a little bit. Or if you, yeah, have a job or like little side hustle or whatever. Yeah. You can use social media, which I just think is so cool. Um, and so I love using Pinterest as inspiration to like help me be creative But again, like I said earlier, it's just a thin line. You just have to be careful that you're not just being influenced. You're just being inspired. And, you know, I, this podcast is called the that girl guide because we all were like, wait, I just want to be like that girl who, yeah, does have a six pack bun and looks so clean and beautiful and like fit and going on our hot girl walks and whatever. And we all wanted that. We all wanted to be that girl. And maybe that's why you're listening to this, but stop. Just be your own that girl. Like no one's that girl should look the exact same. It should look different girl on girl basis. Like every that girl should be different. And so use social media as inspiration, not just as, oh, I want to be just like that girl over there. Then my next tip is to use it as a diary, as your journal. And I'm going on social media to post for myself and to then look back at all my happy moments and stuff, not to just look at everyone else's and stalk their Instagrams. Like stop stalking people's Instagrams. I mean, I'm guilty of it, but like trying to get better. I find some random pretty girl like shows up on my freaking Instagram because wait, yeah, this is so a side note, but I hate Instagram these days because, well, I love Instagram, but I hate that there's so many ads all the time and like it's so out of order and I feel like I never see my friends' Instagram posts. I just see like random influencers that bought ads and so then their numbers were boosted or like random shops. Anyways, total side note. But it's like sometimes a random like picture will pop up and I'm like, wait, who is that? Then I'm like, oh, that's a really pretty influencer. I click on her Instagram. I just start stalking her and then I'm like, what am I doing? Like why do I care? I just wasted like 10 minutes of my life looking through every single one of her highlights that she saved. Like that's so stupid. So I don't do that, but I do stalk my own Instagram all the time. I'm totally guilty of that, but I don't think there's any shame in that. It's so fun looking through all of my Instagram stories that I saved and all my Instagram posts and just like seeing the funny comments that my friends left or whatever. It makes me happy and it really is just like a diary and I think it's something that we're not all making scrapbooks, you know, honestly, I kind of want to, but we're not all making scrapbooks like our parents used to because we have all of our pictures on our phone and then we put them onto Instagram 
And so our social medias could be the place that our kids can look back on. Isn't that weird? And so, yeah, I just like love stalking it and knowing that my kids might be looking at these pictures someday. And I just think that's fun. Then my next tip is to check who you follow because yeah, too many times I follow someone just because they're like pretty or like really random. I'm following them. And then I'm just like, why? Literally why? And so now I just try and follow people because they're my friends or my family. Maybe they are an influencer, but they like make me feel good about a certain thing. Or like there's a lot of influencers who would like kind of talk about eating disorders and like would make me feel better and helps me in my recovery. Um, so like that's why if you know who Matilda Durf is, I absolutely love her, but she had an eating disorder. And so sometimes she talks about that, but she's also just so cute and normal and doesn't make it like her whole personality because it isn't like it's just a thing that people go through. So anyways, like I love following people like that or I love cooking and baking. And so I love following um, baking and cooking influencers or I don't know. So I just check who you follow though and specifically don't just follow people for the sole reason that they're just pretty. Um, my next tip is to just not use whatever social media you don't like. Like I don't like Snapchat. I really don't. So I don't really use it. I go days at a time without using it. I kind of like posting or like sending funny videos to my friends, whatever, cause that's easy. But I don't like talking to guys on Snapchat. That's why most girls have it. And that's why most guys have it just to flirt and whatever. But I think that's stupid. If you really cared about me, you would text me And I wanted Snapchat for so long. Like, I just was like, what is the hype about? Like, I just need to get it. Finally, my parents gave it to me freshman year of high school. And I was like, this is it. This is just lame. Like, literally, why are we sending pictures of our faces back and forth? That's stupid. So I just don't really use it. And I'm not, like, ashamed of that, that I have a lower Snap score, that, like, people get on my best friends list sooner than, like, I'll get on theirs. Like, whatever. Who cares? So... That's my thing about, that's my little rant about Snapchat. Um, and then my next tip is that Be Real is really fun. If you haven't downloaded Be Real, when did Be Real even come out? I don't know. It's kind of a more recent social media. I think I got it back in like March or February. Yeah, but it's just so fun and more casual in a place where you're not just going to spend your time scrolling and scrolling. And it really does prove that, yeah, like, people's Instagrams really are their highlight reels because 90% of the time when people post on Be Real, it's literally them sitting on their couch by themselves or like, I don't know, running errands because that's what everyone's doing on a day-to-day basis. So I love Be Real. Um, And then this is a tip for how to make your photos look good. If you do like taking pictures, if you do like posting on Instagram, because not everyone does. I have so many friends who are like, oh, I hate posting. Okay. You don't have to post, but I think if you did follow some of these tips that I had just talked about, you would start to like posting on Instagram. But if you don't, then don't post. But if you do like posting on Instagram, here's my um, tip to make your photos look really good. I used to use the Tezza app. If you know what the Tezza app is, you know what I'm saying. That they all kind of look the same, everyone's pictures. And you can just tell instantly, oh, she has the Tezza app. And I used to totally use it. I was obsessed. I literally had the subscription to it. But... And I still use it sometimes because it has a lot of like cool features on it. But instead of just using that, because often it just makes your pictures look orange, I edit the photo through the photo app on my phone 
like just like on the Apple iPhone, you know, just go onto your photos app that's already on your phone and edit it there. And it just, you can make it look like it is the most high quality picture taken on a professional camera. When if you edit it anywhere else, it just doesn't look as high quality. And so I just edit it there now and it doesn't like people want to think that I've edited it. And like, I look at it and I don't think I edited it, but you know, sometimes when you take a picture on your phone, you're like, wait, the sunset was so much prettier than that. Or like, you know what I mean? So, oh, that's another good tip. If you feel like you take pictures and you're like, wait, do I look like that? First of all, you're being hard on yourself, like whatever. But second of all, every time we try and take a picture of the moon, of the stars, of the sunset, of the ocean, even like it never looks as pretty as it is. Never. And it's the same with every single person. Like, ever take a picture of them? It's just, like, it's not the same. And so if you feel bad in a picture, know that if it makes sunsets not look as pretty, then it's probably just doing the same to you. But not that you're not pretty. But you get what I mean? Just, like, yeah. Anyways, um, so, yeah, use the photo app on your phone to edit and just kind of, like, bring down the exposure, bring down the brightness, bring down the highlights, light in the shadows, Uh, make it more vibrant, add more definition, add noise reduction, then go back to the exposure and to the brightness and like bring it back to normal. And I'll just make it look so natural and pretty. Okay. (laughs) And then my next tip is to just take breaks and set limits. That's my last one where I have time screen. Whoa. What is it called? Phones. What's it called? Screen time, screen time, screen time limits on my phone. And it isn't like, it's one that I just, it doesn't have a passcode or anything. Like I set them for myself, but it's a good reminder because all of a sudden you're scrolling and scrolling on whatever social media and like 30 minutes goes by and you're like, holy crap, how did 30 minutes go by? And so I just set these reminders to give me 30 minutes each day and it just helps me gauge and not spend too much time on Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok. And then also just take breaks because... Back to the dopamine thing, it takes usually an entire month for you to get past um, an addiction. And so if you do feel like you're addicted, maybe just try and go for a day, then go for two, and then go for a whole month, and you'll get back on, and you will literally be like, wait, I didn't even miss it that badly. But I don't take month-long breaks really anymore, but I will just like delete TikTok for like a couple weeks or sometimes just a day. Like, wait, I just spent too much time on TikTok today. I'm just going to delete it for the rest of the day. And I love doing that. It just, sometimes we need to do that and like, um, gauge ourselves and be just be cautious with yourself and with how much time you're spending on social media. So breaks are good and you really, yeah, you'll get back from your break and you'll then not even be as obsessed with it because you won't have missed it that much on your break that you'll re-download it and you'll be like, wait, this isn't even that fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are all my tips for social media. Sorry. I feel like that was really scattered at the end, but I really do love social media. And if you're not feeling like it's your favorite thing right now, then I really recommend taking a break and just like posting what you want, doing what you want, caring about what you want to care about, but not just living through everyone else's lives. I do have to say my um, codes because it's really nice that you guys have codes and discounts at both Babe Original, which is my favorite beauty product. So you can use that girl, 15, all caps, 15% off. 
And then also, guys, this is actually crazy, okay? I got really bad allergies when I got to Utah because for college a couple months ago. Or, like, when was that? No, it was literally, like, exactly a month ago. Um, anyways, because there was all this cotton. It was weird. There was cotton everywhere. And so my eyes were always crying. It always looked like I was, yeah, just crying. It was embarrassing. But then I started taking Morning Miracle, okay? It's these supplements. You like It's kind of like Crystal Light. And you pour it into your water, shake it up, stir it up. It tastes really yummy. I love the lemon one. What is it called? Lemon Crisp or something. I don't know. There's a lemon one. Get that one if you're a lemon girly. It's so good. And you just drink it in the morning or you can drink it later too. But then your eyes will stop watering. You won't be congested. Your allergies literally like go away. I don't know how it works. It is a miracle. Like it's called a morning miracle. It is literally magic. Um, and they gave me a code. It's that girl 15 for 15% off. So yeah. Okay. Thanks so much guys. I really do hope you have the most awesome week and thank you for all your reviews and sweet messages. They're the best. Um, so yeah, here's your reminder to leave me your review if you haven't. Um, love you. Hope you have a great week. Bye.